1: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are here to round up some Rangers news and to preview uh, the next games coming up. So I am your host, Scott Carney, and again it's another full house, so Ali Pearson, how's it going
2: mate? Not too bad, just sitting in a green house here at the moment, but apart (laughs) from that everyone's great.
1: So, ma, I mean, I'm sitting in a greenhouse as well, mate. Okay, it's warm. Fucking Scottish people, man, we're never fucking happy about uh, anything. Jamie Lowe, how's it going, mate?
3: Good, I'm absolutely loving this weather. <laughs> and Scott Gemmell, how's it going, mate?
0: I am good. I was saying when, just before we started recording there that I wish we didn't put these up on YouTube because I would be sitting with my top off right now. I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of fans a, out, a out
2: there, podcast. Scotia, that want to see you with that top off. No
1: chance. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Keanu Reeves guy, he, he might like that mate, to be honest, yeah. uh, Keanu Reeves, my man, but uh, please never take your top off in one of these podcasts, Scott, <laughs> uh, I don't think I'd be able to put it up. Uh, Jamie, how's uh, how's Alfie, and by that I mean the dog and not Alfredo the player, because if you know Alfredo the player, you've kept that
3: quiet. He's been struggling in the heat, I'd, he had me up, had me up kind of early hours of the, uh, the morning, um, Aye, a wee shame. We've got him kind of a cool pad and a cool vest and bandana and stuff. Loads of, killing, aids. But uh, aye, he's been struggling. Sadly, we we walks.
1: We walks. It's a shame, man. a Frenchy as well. Same like, uh, our partner's uh dog stays with her mom and she's a, a bulldog and she just kinda kinda go anywhere and heat like this. I mean we can hardly go anywhere in heat like this so it's bad enough for dogs. Uh, but anyway, gentlemen, Nobody's here to listen to us talk about dogs. Um this is the second last Club Deck Corner before the season starts. Uh so We've got a, a very special club deck corner coming up next week So stay tuned to hear the, the full details of that So mm-hmm. first things first, let's jump into the Rangers news And it's stadium attendances are going in the right direction um, The club released a statement on Tuesday Which said, following further discussions with the Scottish Government and local authorities Rangers have been granted permission to host 8,500 supporters on Saturday's match with Brighton And 12, 12,750 at Sunday Real Madrid fixture the stadium capacity for the upcoming Scottish Premiership opener with Livingston has also been set with 17,000 fans being permitted to attend on July 31st season ticket holders enrolled in the home friendly scheme and my members will be Will again be given priority this weekend's fixtures. That's what they said, but that's obviously not what's transpired. Uh, and for the Livingston Premiership opener, a straight ballot among season ticket holders will take place for the 17,000 available tickets, with those unsuccessful provided free access through the Rangers TV virtual match pass. Um, those that are successful in the ballots will receive an email outlining arrangements for the matches they've received tickets for. I think the biggest part of the, the statement is the bit I'm about to read now and it's under current Scottish Government roadmap plans It is our expectation that we'll have a full house at Ibrox for a Champions League qualifier with Malmo or Helsinki on August the 10th. Call me a pessimist, gentlemen, eh, but I will believe that the final part of that statement when I see it. Um, however, I'm not going to be my usual grumpy self and this is definitely a step in the right direction. Ali, your thoughts on the numbers and also... The f- base it on the fact that Celtic have just been allowed 18,500 for a friendly match this
2: Saturday as well. I was speaking to somebody, today. Well, I, I think it's a randomizer button they hit and just see what figure <laughs> comes out with it to be honest, it's, I can see in terms of the, the gradual increase to get back to full capacities, I mean Celtic if you want to say are a home game ahead of us at the moment but Even their third home game, which is West Ham, I think at home, is 18,500. Our third home game is 12,750. I know their stadium holds slightly more than us, but it just doesn't add up. Aberdeen play tonight, I think they get just over 5,000, which would be just over 25% of their stadium. So if you go into percentages, it doesn't really work out at all. I honestly just think the makeup as they go. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm delighted for getting to go this weekend. Obviously, we'll probably talk about that, but it's um, it's going in the right direction. But the way the Scottish government come out with it, and I think they have come out and said it's a gradual increase. But you can look at Celtic, and it, the, the, if you go percentage wise, which I mean, it just doesn't work out. <laughs> it, it does no, it's not as if it's a formula they put in and it comes out with that number because it's not working. So. Yeah, I'm not shocked, but at the same time, it's a positive in terms of we're getting back to the games, and you can slowly see it increasing in terms of what you're saying for the the 10th of August. I'm the same as you. I'm um, I feel expect her to delay us a week or something because <laughs> to not let 50,000 Rangers fans, and I mean that would be unbelievable a European tie. But no, it is what it is. Disappointing because of what Celtic's getting, um, but I'm looking forward to being
1: back this Saturday anyway. Yes, uh, so I'll just touch on that, so myself, Ali and Scott were successful uh, in getting a ticket for the Brighton game this Saturday and none of us were lucky enough to get a ticket for the the Real Madrid game as it stands. If anybody has a spare Real Madrid ticket then I'm more than happy to take it off your hands. (laughs) The podcast for you will be free forever, I know they're free but they'll be very very free for you, Uh, so yeah and I'll Shout you out in the podcast, whatever you like. You tell me, I'll do a show, whatever you want me to do. Uh, but yeah, in all seriousness, I, I'm, I'm absolutely mm-hmm. delighted to be getting back to, to Ibrox. I, I genuinely cannot wait for it. I, I think there's only a wee bit of sour taste in my mouth now with the way that the government have decided to award Celtic 18,500. Look, Celtic have got a bigger capacity stadium, yes, but not big enough to justify more than double the people going on Saturday than it is going to Ibrox. It's just, it's made up nonsense because... Uh, Yes, it's a trial event, whatever they want to, to come along with and talk about and ease of access and all the other nonsense. But I think Rangers should be asking for an explanation on this. They should be going, well, why? why? Why are we not used as a test event? Why does it have to be Celtic? So, yeah, I think the fans are quite rightly a wee bit pissed off about this. Jamie, your thoughts on the um, the, well, the eight and a half getting to, to Ibrox on Saturday and obviously the the Celt- Celtic getting 18,500?
3: I agree. It's it's hard to understand what the lo- logic is. Um, I suppose the main thing is, as you say, it's good to see the, the gradual rise. Um, you boys, of course, will be able to experience that firsthand on Saturday and report back with you know how how it's been. Um, I think we were texting in the group chat as well about the uh, the video the the club have released um, on a protocol and, and steps for people coming into the stadium. So. <laughs> It'll be good. In fact, one thing for you three to remember is you're not allowed to hug. No celebratory hugs or high fives. I, I know and I need, to do this. I need to do this every time somebody walks past me. Yes. <laughs> Aye. Don't look at them. Do not look at them. Um. Like it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's obviously a very delicate situation, right? And I think the club have been they've had their hands tied to an extent because they've then been reliant on the government giving them guidelines Messages um, to come out with, so we're speaking again in the group chat about how um, tickets are uh, distributed and and who who you know is going to be successful on the ballot. Unfortunately, I wasn't. Um, it's it's one of those things. We're not going to be able to please everybody, but I'm just happy to see it going in the right direction. Um, obviously, hopeful, probably more so hopeful from a personal point of view that I'm successful when the actual competitive games come in the league opener. Um, and as we say, the idea of um, the stadium being full for Europe European game, is aye, that's, that's very exciting.
1: It's stuff dreams are made of, honestly, if they manage to get a full house for us for that Champions League game, that will be... A night to remember. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I I say I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I really will. I don't see her doing it. I'm just... I say I'm a pessimist and I don't trust her as far as I could... um, As far as I could throw her, to be honest. So I I just don't... I'll wait and see with that one. But the thought of it is... Goosebump stuff, absolute goosebump stuff, it would be unbelievable. Uh, in terms of, Jamie, just quickly, just before we come on and record it there, you mentioned um, something that I think it's quite important to say. You're obviously a MyJers member, you're a season ticket holder. You know of someone that is not a MyJers member, uh, but they have got a season ticket and they were offered a ticket for both Brighton and Real Madrid and you've ended up not been offered one for any. What's your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I've just been refreshing emails the past few days, just waiting on an email coming through. I've I've had a, a, an email um, offering the game on Rangers TV, but I've not had not been offered a ticket. I've been offered um, printing on the back of my shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, one, one of those one one of those things. Um, as I say, I'll be honest. As much as I'd put in for it, um, if if I had the choice, I would rather go to the, the competitive games. But yeah, I, I'm not really sure how it's been worked.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, a, a debacle, I suppose, is the way to put it. Scotia, um, you buzzing to get back to Ibrooks on Saturday, mate?
0: Um, yes. I mean, I've been lucky enough to actually go and see a game of life football all since this is all kicked off, so but absolutely delighted to get back to Ibrooks on Saturday. Looking very forward to it. Um, I was a bit surprised it was, you know, the the disparity in the numbers either day, eight and a half and twelve and a half. But I think that's maybe yeah. because the main stands shut on the Saturday. I know they were doing some work to some of the seats in Ibrox I'd seen a picture of the, all the seats getting replaced, so I don't know if it's to do with that, but I wouldn't imagine so but it's, it's looking good, it's going in the right direction start off positively, it's going in the right direction in terms of us all getting back in I agree, I think it's unlikely to be a full house for the Champions League game, because the problem you've got is, the more and more you open stuff up, the, crowd are, the crowded more places get, the more likely the cases are going to rise again but we can't be in a situation when we're one step forward, two steps back. We need to um, sort of almost forge ahead headway. Hopefully everyone gets vaccinated. I'm still waiting on my, my wee second jab. Hopefully that's soon. Um, the Celtic attendance in comparison to ours. I don't want to put like a tinfoil hat on, but I'm struggling. because. <laughs> <for laughs> I mean, it all comes down to, it's up to the local authority, so I'd have a wee wee bit more understanding (laughs) if we were both in different local authority areas, but we're not, we're both in Glasgow. Yes, Celtic have a bit, slightly bigger capacity, so they've got more scope to have a few more thousand in than we would and maintain social distancing, but not at the levels that they're quoting just now. I, I don't know what's going on there. It's, yeah, I'm as I say, I don't want to, but I think I do need to put my tin hat on and say, "No, we're being—it's because we're Rangers.
1: It is because we're Rangers, mate. I, I can't—I can't see any other way around it apart from that." And I'm the same, mate. Even when I seen that, it was the same. I was like, "Don't get your tin foil hat of the cupboard, Scott. Just think about what you're about to say." And none of it makes any sense at all. As I say, they can—they can go on about it as a test event as much as they want, but I mean that much of a difference. It's just. I mean, they've got more on Saturday than we have for a league opener for our... So, and, and, and even if you go back to what they said about the once they started announcing the crowds initially, and it was like significant games or whatever that they'd said in that, the document that was released about it, is there any more significant game this season than our flag day? Um, well, what was potentially going to be our flag day, we'll come on to that, but... Uh, but we're only allowed 17,000, but they're allowed 18 and a half for a friendly against, I think it's West Harbor, Fulham. I don't know who they are, they're playing one of the two of them. But uh, yeah, I'll I've i just <laughs> I'll share the tinfoil hat with you, mate, because I, I just think there's only one reason for it, and it's because we are Rangers, that's the only reason. But if I was a club, I'd be asking the question. I don't think there's any doubt. So just quickly, lads, um, in terms of how they're going to decide... <laughs> Who gets a ticket, one of the 17,000 for the first game of the season? Uh, I'll say on it, I think taking the Mygers thing out, it was the best thing to do. Uh, We're all in agreement with that. Scott, I'll come back to you. Were you in agreement with that?
0: Yeah, totally. We mentioned it last week. It would have been unfair in your Kenny putting fans into financial tears. So no, it should just be based on a, a ballot. If saved for the next three games we've got, not get full capacity in the the league matches, then it should be 17,000 get it out their season ticket, then they're scrapped from the next ballot until everyone's had a shot to go. So, happy they've done that, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Ali, you the same? Yeah, I think it's the fairest way. Me and Scoti were discussing it on Saturday with you guys in the pub. A lot of them were my MyGers members, and it's, it, it alienates, I would say, the older generation. I would say the Jersey is more... If you take the people that are on it, are probably the younger generation. The older generation probably don't have a myjers, and you can't discriminate against a guy that's had a, a season ticket for 30, 40 years and not a MyGers. So, no, I think it's the fairest way to do it, and um, I thought Rangers would do it that way, and uh, no, fair play to them. That's the fairest way of doing it.
3: Jamie, agreed. You need to prioritise the guys that, like you say, even just last season alone that have spent... Um, a lot of money on, on a season ticket and, and haven't been in the stadium, so they really need to be the priority. The MyJR's membership scheme is is one that I think is going to be, hopefully it is going to be a good scheme for the club. Um, it's obviously going to bring a lot of money in, but um, when you compare you know, a, a full membership, so what 50 quid, um, There is there will be a, a place and a time for it, but it doesn't feel like um, the league opener, is it?
1: Yeah, as I say, I agree. I just think it was the, the, it's the fairest way to do it, to be honest. I say, it, my jazz isn't for everybody. We need to understand that. Um, we are, we are the kind of perfect comp- uh, customers for Rangers. Let's be honest, because we just see something we go, yes, yeah, okay. And that's fine. And we'll just pay it because that's just what we're doing. We'll always do it. And that's not a gripe, by the way. I'm not saying that that's a gripe. That's just, fact, it's just what we are, it's who we are, it's what we'll do. Um, we, we've all bought season tickets when we weren't going to the games, so I mean, yeah, as I say it have just got to keep our fingers crossed that I, I, we are, we're lucky enough to get a ticket for that. So obviously that was due to be our flag day, gentlemen, uh, but the club did release another statement which said following dialogue with Police Scotland and Glasgow City Council Safety advisor, Advisory Group Rangers can confirm they have written to the SPFL to confirm that flag day will be moved to the 18th of September. We will now unfold the League Winners' flag versus Motherwell. We are based on a upon the current government roadmap. Our board is pleased that all our season ticket holders will be given the opportunity to witness this occasion. As we expect, airbooks to be filled to capacity. Jamie, I'll come to you. This is a nice touch um, from the club. And although the way that kind of Real Madrid tickets were balloted has kind of knocked a few noses out of joint, if if you will, um, this is a bit of good form from the club. Um, and it's a good way to thank our old season ticket holders for renewing, even though we weren't going for the past year, that everybody that's um, renewed their season ticket and has bought one last season. This is a good way to reward them to make sure that we all see that.
3: Completely. Yeah, I completely agree, mate. Um, I, as you say, uh, it would have been a shame for the, the stadium to only be at, what, somewhere between 30% and half half of uh, capacity to see us unfurl the, the league flag so it's going to be an important important moment um, so yeah, re- really nice touch that uh, fingers crossed we'll have a, a full uh, capacity stadium for um, celebrating properly
1: Yeah, Ali, uh, it was good of the club to do this uh, I think it's, it's kudos to them I, I'm almost shocked that the SPF will have let it happen
2: yeah, no, it was decent for Rangers. I, I mean, the way our fixture list goes, we, we obviously play Livingston. We're away twice, and then we're a home of Celtic. They could have made that flag day, but I think that which would have been good. But I, 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 you know, I mean, we are, we are we are talking about getting back to a full capacity stadium. I think the club think even at the Celtic game, we might not have full capacity at that point, even if we are in the Freedom Day, if you want to call it. So, no, it's, it's a good touch. I just, I just hope Rangers got off that flying start I'm not behind in the league by then because it be a <laughs> damp squid on it. But I'd, I'd expect Rangers to come flying at the blocks um, against Livingston and, and motor on. So, um, it's a good incentive for the Rangers players to be fair to, to 100% uh, winning start up to that game to, to show the fans, look, we are the people and unfurl the flag.
1: Yeah, you see, you all think I'm the pessimist, and Ali's already talking about being behind in the league. Do you know what I mean? I just put <laughs> a reason on the cross. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so, right, but I'm, I'm not the worst, I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, but Scott, your, your thoughts on this? Nice thoughts for the club.
0: <coughs> yeah, I think it's really good. My th- th- first immediate thoughts were well, think of all the folks that have never seen it before. And then I realised I'm one of those folk. I've never, I'm not counting all the leagues. 2010s, but you know, for diff- different reasons, financial, other commitments, work, etc. I didn't have a season ticket back in the early 2000s or late 90s, so I've never actually seen us unfurl the, the champions flag in my life, so at least I'll be, hopefully, should be in the stadium for it.
1: That's amazing. No doubt it's a um... test
0: positive for COVID. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the <day before. laughs> There's not a chance you can test positive for COVID, mate. You're locked in that room for six days a week. Um, um, no, that's a cracking shout, mate. It really is. I, I'm I'm, I'm not saying this to gloat, mate. I'm very lucky with the way that I was brought up. I, I went to, I was going, I seen seven, eight, nine, six in a row as well, I think. So definitely seven, eight, and nine. Uh, so I've seen, I've, I've seen it before. and um, But I mean, this would, is arguably the most special one that I'm ever going to see Um, so I'm delighted that the club have decided to do it Um, but as I say even though they have moved it I'm still desperate for a ticket for the Livingston game so Mr Rangers if you're listening get it sorted Uh, but yeah really nice touch from the club Um, and I think as I say you've just got to hope now that everything gets back to normal. Cracking point though Ali that the club are probably thinking we may not even get a full capacity by the old firm. Do you know what I mean? And they're talking about letting us have a full capacity for the Champions League game. I just don't see it happening. Um, I would love for it to happen, obviously. But again, it's another one we're just going to literally need to wait and see. If there's anything this past year and a bit taught us, it's just trying and not predict anything because it probably won't turn out the way you expect it to. But we'll move on, gentlemen. So the Champions League draw, Uh Champions League draw was made on Monday morning. Rainers have been drawn to play Malmo or Helsinki in the UEFA Champions League third qualifying round. The first leg is away from home and will take place on either Tuesday the 3rd, or it is going to be Tuesday the 3rd, is that right now? So it is Tuesday the 3rd. Uh, The first leg of the game was last night between Helsinki and Malmo, and Malmo are leading 2-1, heading to Finland. No away goals, but... We considered favourites to go through. I would have thought so. Ali, your your thoughts on the the draw of, of the three teams we could have played? We got Malmo, so. I I, I wasn't really oh,
2: bothered Malmo, who we I'm got out. It. I wasn't even bored. I wasn't overly bothered who we got out. All of them, to be honest. I thought they were much of a much muchness, muchness, to be honest. A lot of people have said Malmo the ones to avoid, but. To be fair, if you want to get through it, the Champions League probably you need to beat teams like this. There's no, so they don't fear me, Malmo. I was keeping an eye on their score last night. I think it went one each and then it went 2-1 Malmo. So they are favourites to go through against Helsinki. But I don't fear them. I've seen their previous qualifiers. They kind of stuttered through them as well. Yeah, you're, you're only going across to, to Sweden, so it's not a far trip for Rangers as well. So... Yeah, I don't fear them. And like I said, if we want to be in the Champions League group sta- in group stages, and obviously we've got a playoff before that, we need to beat teams like this. And if we can't beat Malmo, we don't deserve to be in the Champions League. That's that's that's, that's what it is. But no, I, I fancy ourselves against Malmo. I really do.
1: Yeah, I would go along with that, mate. I think... Um... You're hundred percent right. If you want to be in the Champions League, you have to be able to deal with teams like Malmo or Helsinki if it's going to be Helsinki if Helsinki turn it around But yeah, as I say, I think there's a lot I've seen a lot of talk as well of people saying that Malmo are, are doing well in their league and that they're, they're quite a bit ahead and whatever else, but if it doesn't really come into Champions League football. Um I think we, we should be we should be dealing with teams like Malmo and Helsinki for that matter. Jamie, your thoughts on the, the tie
3: I agree with what Ali said there. I think, regardless of um, the, the the draw, we were always going to need to to be, you know, a tough team to to qualify. Um, but this is the next level up. We've obviously done well uh, in Europa League the past two seasons, so um, it was going to always going to be a, a difficult tie and, and I think that is an interesting point you make about the um, about their respective leagues having already started. When really, what we're talking about at the moment is us getting minutes in legs and and getting into friendlies, so um, hopefully we will be in a, a strong position come come the, the start of those ties. The one thing I'd actually forgotten completely about was Ruth and Kamara being suspended. Um, and Malagan so as well. He's oh, that's right. So it'll be interesting to see you know how we how we line up for uh, those those fixtures.
1: Yeah, will be. Yeah, I'll come to our, our resident UEFA coefficient correspondence, Mr Scott Gemmell. Uh, Scott, your your thoughts on the time, mate? It...
0: Yeah, I mean, on the plus side, the other teams that we could have got, one was Armenian Skirt, I think they are Armenian, a Moldovan team as well. Ideally, you don't want to be travelling that far to play a European game in the middle of the summer, particularly in that area. It can get very hot, Um so I'd like to avoid them. Not no, the no, as Scotland,
1: but not hot <laughs> Scotland. Probably not. Probably not. The,
0: the, the flip side to that, though, is both Malmo and HJK are 12 games into their season, both sitting top of their league. Um, So, you know, they'll, they're now up to a cohesion in their team. Um, But I, I fully expect it to be Malmo, and it's um a wee bit like written in the stars. I mean, it was Malmo that was our last game in the Champions League before everything went tits up. So it's got that wee Kenny, kind of, wee bit of background to it. So it would be, be quite nice to get if they get through and play them and beat them. Because I, I think we're fully capable of, even though, you know, as I say, they're twelve games into their league yet already.
1: Did you you watched a wee bit of the game last night, didn't you? How how was it? I from what I have seen on Twitter, Helsinki were kind of shut up shop.
0: No, I, I was watching the Air Dream Motherwell game.
1: <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I thought you. were, <laughs> Sorry, because you'd messaged and <laughs> said that you'd seen a game. Fuck's sake!
0: No, I was just keeping an eye on the on it through live score and just had seen it flagged up. Pie uh,
1: all over my face there mate, that was a welter, <laughs> you shouldn't have messaged that in the, the group chat last night Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> can, uh, we can sit and discuss the Andrew Motherwell game then everyone. we want we can No tell you're alright, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not really up
2: for that A I'm couple not, of
1: cracking no, that, goals It was a good fight as well apparently, I heard that, I heard there was a bit of a scrap So um, yeah, But no I'm not talking about the Andrew Motherwell game, I'm not even going down that road uh, <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> uh, But as I say, we will got when we'll wait and see. I say, Malmo look like they're in a they kind of commanding <coughs> position. Obviously, they're travelling to Finland now for the second leg. But I'm not really, I'm not really concerned by either of the teams. As I say, when I first see you, that, your initial thought is, oh, it's a tough draw. But you're in the Champions League; it's a different kettle, of, different kettle of fish. Um, you're not going to play Lincoln Red Imps or whoever else from Gibraltar. It's like it's, it's a different ballgame now. So, but I, I fully expect Rangers to, to be able to deal with it and. Uh, fingers crossed, we're all there for a for a second leg, um, second leg tie. At Ibrox with a full house that would just be tremendous. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, the Rangers Arsenal game. So step up in opponents for Rangers at the weekend. There, um, I was the only one that was staunch enough to actually think of our listeners as I mumbled through a post match um, reaction pod myself. Uh, you can go check it out if you want. It's not great. I wouldn't really put yourself through it. It was okay. Um, but anyway, uh, Jamie, I know you were busy. I don't know if you caught much of the game, mate. Did you?
3: I didn't, uh, but I did listen to your staunch podcast. I listened to Gerard <laughs> afterwards. I've seen highlights. So I'm, I'm well placed. I didn't know what happened. Um, so what, what do you think? Of it? I see. I Again, I know we're not reading too much into to friendlies, but um I was impressed with our two goals, two two set pieces, uh, two good headers, um, obviously from Balogun and Etton and Um but one thing that was evident was I think I agree with what you'd said that it was a it was a step up in class. You could see um Arsenal are obviously known as being a, a really strong um passing team. They've got a lot of pace. Um was caught out at one point where a ball obviously came over the top. They almost kind of misjudged and um, got caught under it and took a bad touch. So I think it was it was a wee bit of a shock to to some players with the the pace and as um, as you say it was a totally different uh, proposition. So it's it's been a it's been a good build up. If you think about the the fixtures we've had so far um, and they are starting to get more and more comp- competitive. Um, so. Yeah, again, a good test. Good to see um, players getting minutes into the legs. Really sad to see the four obviously come off injured. Hopefully, that's not a a long term thing. Yeah. Um
1: Scotia, 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 Scotia your, your thoughts on, on the game, mate? I think um, when you consider, like I said in the the club reaction pod that I done, they spent seventy my seventy five million there just on a um, a player from Benfica. I think it was. That I've never really paid much attention to. So you're going to expect how you step up in class.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it. You know, I think had that been a competitive game, like immediately you're thinking that that's we're not, we weren't good enough. But you forget. It's a step class up at a level. Um, It's friendly, so it doesn't really matter. You know, Tav's error leads to their goal. They kind of cut those open a wee bit at the back, but we need to play against that type because the plan would be to get into the Champions League group stages, and that's going to be more common, you would think. So good good practice in that regard. Um, We probably should have went 3-1 up. Uh, Stephen Kelly should have probably knocked it away before... Middleton again makes a bit of an unforced error just by the, the, the press that the Arsenal players apply um, gets caught out and they equalise so I think um, lessons can be learned from it so yeah, fairly decent day
1: Yeah, Ali, obviously we're still playing minutes and legs, cards and stuff and there's a very mixed start and 11 for both halves but uh, what was your take on Tav playing a wee bit forward just in front of Parson?
2: Yeah, he tried it in the second half. He, he pushed he pushed him into the midfield. Um I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't like Tav further forward. I like Tav sitting as a right back because you can see the park in front of him playing N- nah. For me it's a no. I know he mentioned in his after in his press conference about their working on it. Unless they change it to a I don't know, even a three five two or something, maybe. I just for me it's a no. It's a no. I have heard some guys saying you could maybe put Parson to left-back, like the boy that played for... Is the um, Spinazzola played for um, Italy? He mm. did that and looked comfortable. Well, obviously, Barisic is there, so... Um, I don't know. If there'll be enough games this season if we're in the Champions League and in the Cups for Parsons to get a good 15, 20 games, I think, anyway. So, no. It's a no for me with a two at the moment, but in terms of the game... <sighs> The, the pre-season this, this season hasn't been great in terms of it's been very disjointed in terms of he can't play the team he wants to play Gerard, because we've had the Euros, we've had Alfie away, we've got a lot of players missing so he's not been able to play the team he wants to play at times so it has been quite disjointed you see you've got Middletons, Jordan Jones, Jake Hasty appeared at the weekend as well so <laughs> it's, um, it's it's hard to judge I thought At times, Arsenal could just cut us open at will when they wanted to. I mean, two each flattered us, to be honest. If we'd went 3-1 up and won that game 3-1, it would seriously flatter us. (laughs) We should have went 3-1 up, but it's building blocks. It's building blocks. We played Brighton at the weekend. What you'll do between a Brighton game and Real Madrid with 24 hours in between them, I don't know, but um, I'd like to think more players, first-team players, your Kent, the will be back in at the weekend here, building up to Livingston, because... That's where I feel a bit sorry for Gerard. He's not had his full team to pick from from the previous games. It has been very disjointed. And last season we kinda went with a team. We had the full team and then we motored into the Aberdeen game. We've not been able to do it this preseason so far. But hopefully at the weekend we'll see more of our the Rangers team that we'll see in the thirty first against Livingston. Yeah, I think as well though, even obviously
1: Gerard not having all these players available to him, I think that kind of shows you where the club is just now. I mean, we've got these players going off and representing their countries in these big tournaments. It's been a while since that's happened to us. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not often, often over the past decade that we've had many players away representing their countries in kind of major competitions. So I, I think it's also a good thing as, as, as well as um, not being ideal for pre-season preparation. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you're right, mate. I mean, we went three one up. It would have flattered us. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Obama Young missed. He missed a couple of good chances that he probably should have scored with. Uh, but I mean, you're playing against Arsenal, as I said. I said it on the the club reaction pod. This is a club that's made Europe for twenty five years in a row, and they've got the most. I think they've got the most expensive season ticket in Britain. Do you know what I mean? It's like extortionate to buy a season ticket. I've,
2: uh,
1: uh, uh, there's say hybrid, but the Emirates, the Emirates.
2: Emirates. Yeah, um, guy at my work's got a season ticket um, for for Arsenal, and it's just over two grand.
1: That's mental man (laughs) Honestly I it's it's an investment And a half every year To really do that I mean considering They've not won the league And I don't know how long It's been so uh, it's very expensive But I mean Yeah it was a a good test For the players A bit of an eye opener And uh, yeah And it leads us on nicely Obviously into the The double header That we have coming up Um, Obviously we play the the Brighton, or the, the Shane Duffy testimonial, as I like to call it, will play that on Saturday, and on Saturday, the Spanish Giants, Los Blancos Real Madrid, are uh, there on Sunday. Uh, Brighton games have five kick-off, the Real Madrid games, 6pm kick-off. So, I don't think in my 30 something years, um, I have seen Rangers play twice in a weekend, uh, but there is a first for everything, so um, safe to say we are looking forward to one match more than the other, but um, I still mean my place. I look at Real Madrid, looking forward to Real Madrid more than we are Brighton. But maybe not, Ali. We're going to Brighton. So, but uh, yeah, what
2: do you expect from uh, the weekend us? These two games, uh, mate. To be fair, I know everyone when we we're on the group chat going ah, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. But I actually wanted the Brighton game one because it's a Saturday. I can kind of reminisce from pre-COVID times when we go to the pub, have a couple of pints, and I've got we all got the Sunday off work. So. That's why I wanted the Brighton game, and also our pal Shane Duffy's returning. So, give him a bit <laughs> of abuse, will be absolutely brilliant. I mean, the banter against him I mean, I've seen the, the song against Tierney in the Arsenal game of the 2000, but Shane Duffy is going to get it. Time's so <laughs> I can't wait for it. But, uh, but no, I, I don't know what they'll do. And honestly, unless he cuts it into 45 minutes and goes, We'll get. And just cuts the teams and goes out. Hey, we'll give you forty-five minutes Brighton, forty-five minutes Real Madrid. I, I don't know what you'll do, but I'm just buzzing to be back. I'm up, so I can't wait for it. And it, I'm just delighted we all got one. I know Jamie didn't get one, which is disappointing. If we could have got the four of us going. That would have been really good. But just to just to, I know it's not our own seats and everything, but just to be back in that ground and it's not their restaurant Having a look at your seat for there, it's no, it's, it's it's going to be good. And I'm 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 really looking forward to it on Saturday.
1: Yeah, Jamie I almost feel bad coming to ask you about what what you expect from the weekend mate Uh, and I'm not rubbing it in mate I would never do something like that but uh, what are you expecting what what are you thinking ahead of the, the Brighton and the Real Madrid visits
3: I'm expecting everybody when you're standing facing forward you need to turn and look the other way then everybody's you know, walked by. I care to all, all policies now. Uh, I, th- I, think be good. I think they'll be good games. I think Gerard probably will um, split up, like you say. Uh, Ali, I think he'll go for um, the 45s as he has been. Um, double loading players for uh, a game on Saturday and Sunday seems unlikely. But it be interesting to see if, you know, folk like Helander coming back, if he's going to, Um, he's going to need minutes, he's not really played uh, at the Euros to be honest so he should be in in good shape Um, yeah, we've we've touched on it we've got a very big squad so um, hopefully uh, you get to see more of the first team players on, on Saturday while she's there
1: yeah, I'm sorry you're not coming mate, I really am, I'm sorry you, you didn't even get a ticket for the Real Madrid game either mate, I, I just fully expected because you didn't get one for Brighton mate that you would get one for Real Madrid and then you told me the day that you've not, so it's a gutter for you
3: man, it's a gutter. As long as I get it, to Livingston or a competitive game, I, I'm not I'm not too fast.
1: I would be the same, mate. That's a cracking way to look at it, mate. It really is. Kudos for that, mate. Um, Scotia, your, your thoughts ahead of the, the two ties at the weekend?
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, as I said earlier, particularly the Saturday game because I'll be there. And the more of I mean, Real Madrid's my kind of dream game. Ideally, i I'd want them in the Champions League group stages as well if we can. Um, but the more I've thought about it, I think the Saturday game is going to be slightly better. Real Madrid, I think they'll... I think we were their first friendly and then I think we play AC Milan a week or so later. Um, so they'll be at the very start of their pre-season. I don't expect them to you know, get all out firing. They'll be getting what we've been doing the last few games, getting minutes and legs and stuff like that. I think Brighton are a wee bit further forward in terms of their preparation um, because I think the Premier League starts a wee bit before the La Liga. I might be wrong there, but I think they're a wee bit further any- along anyway. So I think... The the Saturday's probably the game for the team, sort of Gerard to pick what he would be his first team game eh, selection for the the Livy game next week, and I've got it in the back of my mind as well that because the game's on it's Sunday, at what six o'clock kickoff, I don't yes. know how interruptive I don't know how interruptive that would be to training. I don't do the, I don't know if they get Mondays off or not, but I don't know how interruptive it would be to the the training schedule the next week if people are playing and. Off, like say seventy five percent of the game on a Sunday evening at six o'clock. So, I think Saturday might be might be the better game to be at.
1: I I love your thinking behind that, mate, and I, I hope <laughs> it's the most out of eleven that we see as well. <laughs> to be completely you, honest, are you there. telling yourself that. <laughs> I know he's made a hell of a good he's made a good plan for it though he's he's set out this stuff nah, quite good. well. I would take. I'd be taking that to Gerard and going, hey, go, there's your reasoning for playing your best team, um, Mr Gerard. <laughs> Uh But no, well thought, good thought but into that, mate. You can tell you're locked in that room for six days, uh, but no. Yeah. I think it's just it's exciting to see uh, these two games over two days. I mean, it's, it doesn't often happen With your your weekend's completely dominated by Rangers. It's usually one day or the other. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's still, it's still going to be... Put, be amazing for the people that are getting to go to, to Real Madrid because even if they are not they don't play their full team and they don't play their big their big stars for the, the, the kind of 90 minutes they're still going to see them round the park and stuff and they're doing their warm up and whatever else and it's still it's a cracking it's a cracking crackin experience especially for youngsters as well you know what it's like now the the, the the kind of modern football fan if you like seems to have two teams and it's the Rangers and some other massive team usually yeah so I mean, yeah, I I think I just can't wait for it. I can't wait to get back to the stadium. As I say, I I don't really i say I've been to the stadium numerous times, walked around it and whatever else, and uh, we were saying me and Ali went to the the Argyle restaurant for something to eat, but it's just not the same as actually going to a game. So, really looking forward to it. As I say, I I cannot wait. I know it's not the, the, the return that we all wanted, and it's not my seat, but um, we're getting there, we're going in the right direction uh, and I think this is a, a big a big weekend for the club uh, so just before we finish up, gentlemen uh, we'll just quickly touch on transfers and uh, the, the Joey Fearman signing it's the kind of biggest transfer rumour just now It doesn't really seem to be going away, uh, according to reports in Holland a bid has been made uh, uh, the 22 year old midfielder is currently playing in the Dutch Top the League and considered to be a bit of a star of the future the rumours are anywhere between 5 to seven million for the young player. So, Jamie, what's your thoughts on Fearman? Uh, do you have any? Do you think it's a good signing for Rangers?
3: Guy looks a, a great, great prospect. Um, like you say, still very young. Um, I've done the usual and, and obviously went on to YouTube and I've, oh, I've YouTube. picked out some clips and uh, he, he, he looks. Yeah, he looks looks a, a prospect. Really good passer of the ball. Um, even just looking at his stats at a glance, lots of lots of goals and assists. Um, I think he actually might take penalties as well. Um, but that, <laughs> when, when you think about that, when you think about that outlay of, um, if it's five to seven million, you know you're in the kind of bracket of Ryan Kent there. If we bring him in. Someone's someone's going. Someone's got to be going from that central midfield area because so we've just got far too much talent in there, which I'm not complaining about. It's just I think it's inevitable to bring someone of that um, stature in. Uh, but I excited about that if if it comes to fruition.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, I honestly think it's a, a a great bit of business. I think we would push him on for a lot more than we were going to pay for him. I just see I've seen I looked at a few. Analyst pages and stuff on uh, Twitter in regards to him and his heat maps and stuff from um, from last last season and uh, yeah he looks a player the boy looks like he can uh, absolutely play ball so it's quite an exciting signing for Rangers uh, Ali your your thoughts on the Vierman signing if it happens
2: yeah I think he's a replacement for Davis to be honest boys twenty two I think last season with being nine goals eleven assists so he's decent involved in 20 goals for them. Yeah, he looks a player. I mean, YouTube could make Scotia look a player, to be honest. And, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it does. It could let anyone look a player. But no, it starts back up. Yeah, he looks the type of guy that we should be going for. To be fair, we've not actually spent money this season. We've, we've got three transfers, but the guys that have come in, I'd imagine, are on a good wage. So... Yeah, somebody will need to go. To, we'll need to trim the squad. There, there's a lot of guys that need to go out the door, but I think this could run this one. I think, was it, I think they knocked a 5 million bid back for was it Verona or something, I think, Erevine. So I don't think they're in a rush to sell him. I think he wants to go. He's made it clear he wants to go, but I think it could run a wee bit. May depend if we make Champions League, obviously, with the money that comes with that. Um, so we'll need to see, but I think it'll run a wee while this one. And like you say, we need to start trimming the squad it's far too big at the moment and i think in the next week or so we will start to see players leaving yeah uh,
1: I agree mate i think especially after these kind of two friendlies are out the road i think you you'll see major movements uh, kind of out the door uh, i think there's probably stuff already probably in motion especially as well we seen Kai Kennedy as well joined to the Fernland today did you see the way they announced it on twitter yeah, I've seen
2: that. No. <laughs> it's
1: brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> the Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy from the WWE. Yeah. Oh, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> if you've not seen that, go on, to, go on to Dunfermline's official Twitter page and check it out. It's it's absolutely brilliant. Good I, I, brilliant. Would, I, would
2: say, I would say I in the Kai Kennedy one, I'm surprised he's going to the championship again because he was with Wraith Rovers in um, Inverness last season and done well. I thought they would have stepped him up to the, the Premiership. I thought a team... Bottom six, even top six, would have taken him all day long. West half, ham sniffing at him for one, two million, whatever it is. So I'm surprised he's going back into the championship with Inferno. and I th- thought they would have stepped him up to the Premiership.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would go along with that, mate. I was a wee bit shocked at that as well. Anyway, Scotia, I didn't come to you there, mate. What's your thoughts on the Veerman signing or potential Veerman signing? Yeah, really excited. It's been kicking about for quite a while
0: now. Um, and as soon as i like months seems like months ago now that i first heard about it i had a wee look at him then and yeah it was really exciting no ali's there saying that he's a replacement for davis which yeah i can understand where he's coming from but i think it's um you're pretty much looking at kamara going out for us being able to bring him in financially really um and we've got kind of tough competition in terms of syria clubs sniffing about him um, to get him but hopefully we can get it over the line because um, I think he's the type of player we would want for these games in the Champions League when I'm making myself confident when we make it to the group stages. Yeah, so, aye.
1: Yeah, I Yeah, I agree, mate. I think it would be a, it would be a crack about of business if it happens, but yeah, we'll probably have to wait for it. As you say, there's many factors probably going into this just now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do think if Rangers manage to get him, even for seven million, the kind of top figure that we've seen, uh, you're going to make money on him. I don't think there's any really any real doubt about it. And I would go along with what Scott said there. I think if we do eventually get him, then I think it spells the end for for Kamara, Ibrox. Um, which is a a shame, but we cannot keep everybody and somebody is going to have to go at some point, so we're just going to need to wait and see. Uh, Gentlemen, that will do us for tonight. Uh, I appreciate you giving up your time to sit and sweat inside Mm -hmm. to talk about Rangers. Uh, I'm very warm. (laughs) Very, very warm. This front room is (laughs) roasting. Uh, So I'm looking forward to getting outside. Uh, Ali, thank you very much for your time, mate, and I will see you on Saturday.
2: You will, I'll be picking you up and we'll be having a few babies on Saturday so I'm looking forward to it but I'm a waiter in a cold bath and I'm just a waiter lying in it for a while <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, uh,
1: enjoy your weekend mate gutted you're not going to be with us on Saturday man Yeah, but thank you for coming on
3: Thank you, Yeah, enjoy boys um, remember no, no hugging No
2: hugging.
1: hugging. Uh, Scotia, thank you, mate, and I'll see you on Saturday as well.
3: Yeah,
0: cheers seeing Saturday. I'm about to get the last bit of the evening sunshine.
1: Yes, definitely. I'm going to have a cold side or outside, I think, uh, while I get all this sorted, to put up. but uh, yeah, that'll do. So obviously this is our second last um, Club Deck Corner before uh, the season starts. And for the build-up to the, the start of competitive football next week, we have two very special shows coming up. Uh, we've got a special interview show that's going to drop on Tuesday with a, a rather special guest. I really cannot wait to record that one. Uh, I'm not going to announce it. You'll see who it is when it comes out and on we'll have a very very special club deck corner on Thursday night where we will welcome a couple of the lads from this as iBrooks. they'll be joining us for a a review of pre-season and a kind of season preview as we begin our charge for 56 Uh, so yeah really delighted that the boys have agreed to come on um, and we really can't wait to, to welcome them and to to start building up to the the charge for 56 as I've just said so really looking forward to that, that'll be with you next Thursday, Um, so we will bring you some reaction uh, from the Brighton match from Ibrooks on Saturday and we will be back if uh, with our kind of usual club reaction pod after the Real Madrid game uh, on Sunday. So finally, for me, just a shameless plug, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcast, leave a comment and follow our socials. It really does support us and it really makes a huge difference to us. So thank you to everybody for listening. If you are going to any of the matches this weekend, enjoy it. Uh, and if you're going on Saturday and you see us come over and say hello, it would be lovely to meet some of you, so we are Club at 22, the Champions podcast I am sweating, I am going outside thank you to everybody for listening I'll speak to you all next time, cheers